And until that day when I see your face Don't you worry, I'll be here the same To all our listeners around the world, logged on and tuned in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O Radio, available in your Apple Store and Google Play Store. It is Friday! Hope you all recovered from um, Cinco de Mayo, if you celebrated but it is Friday, May 6th, and of course, it's Feature Friday. Today's Feature Friday artist is Romaine Virgo. Coming up later on, we also have the Friday Mix with DJ Simple. Thank you for joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at me, Media Moments. That's M I, Media Moments. 
The replay will be available there for your friends and family that are not on Clubhouse and are not able to catch the live stream on QMZ Radio or on Jano Radio. You can also listen to the past airings on JanoRadio.com. Just click on Podcasts, scroll down, and you'll find me there. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news. Russia, Ukraine, live news. Hungary slams EU's Russian oil ban move. Israel's Prime Minister says Putin has apologized for Lavrov's Hitler remarks. Thousands sickened, one dead as latest severe sandstorm hits Iraq. Israeli medics say three killed in stabbing attack near Tel Aviv. In news out of North America, Biden names Karine Jean-Pierre as new White House press secretary. U.S.-Canada commemorate missing and murdered indigenous women. Officials reveal what an inmate said he would do if he ever got out. They released new photos of him and the corrections officer he escaped with. In business and tech news, Chanel Jewelry Boutique in Paris held up by armed men. Miss Pacman clears path to World Video Game Hall of Fame. Netflix sued by shareholders after the streaming service lied about subscriber growth. Health and Science News, Walgreens reached $683 million opioid settlement with Florida. FDA restricts J&J's COVID-19 vaccine due to blood clot risk. In sports news, LeBron James's logo to be featured on Florida A&M's sports jerseys. In the Caribbean corner, Caribbean becoming too hot to live in, and that's according to a climate change group. The World Bank managing director is scheduled to visit Jamaica. Out of Latin America, Mexican journalist killed the ninth media worker slain this year. In Believe It or Not news, Florida Sheriff's deputy runs over a woman lying on her back in the sand with a Chevy Tahoe. A Florida middle school teacher fired after instructing students to draw pictures of their sexual orientations. Former high school principal gets five years in prison for faking cancer and defrauding donors. And in entertainment news, don't know what's going on or how true this is, but ASAP Rocky and Rihanna, did they get engaged and tie the knot in a new music video? Hmm. Inquiring minds do want to know. And some stories that we um, were following since, I think, two days ago. Hopefully we get to touch on them today. Wendy Williams says she will be returning to TV. Drake claps back at a troll. Ray J breaks his silence about alleged second sex tape. Uh, Kid Creole sentenced to 16 years in prison for fatally stabbing a homeless man. But here's what we need to be looking out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. It's music, news, and naturalists' views. And, of course, you can find DJ Naturalist here on Clubhouse. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. 
Join Moments, Sinatra, Solo, and Marlin at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse and tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join us next week for another stimulating conversation. Tune into the Rose Solo on The Rose Solo Show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com. And you can join in on the conversation on Clubhouse and The Rose Solo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rose Solo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Tune into Wanted Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, and Freestyle Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with the one and only Mix Master Kavan on JanoRadio.com. Saturdays, it's Blazing Saturdays with DJ Simple, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, and he returns on Sundays at the same time, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern with Big People Sunday. We're going to be right back after the music break. Of course, today our feature Friday artist is Romaine Virgo. Also coming up later on, we have the Friday Mix with DJ Simple. But here is Romaine Virgo. He says he's taking you home. Yesterday in the pouring rain With her clothes all packed Her face messed up I could tell she was feeling pain I thought I had something sweet to tell her As I opened up my umbrella She was so confused Scared and abused Tried to hide it with a smile And just like the night in shining armor I used my charm just to calm her Engage her in a good conversation Just trying to ease her frustration As she told me her story I told her, baby, don't worry I'm the man that you're looking for Baby, count your lucky stars Cause I'm taking you home with me tonight You're gonna stay with me for life I'm taking you home with me tonight Cause I'm a lover was going on she know she had to leave him fast cause if she didn't leave she didn't know how long she was gonna last so many times he told her sorry so many times he said he'd stop but he goes on and on her mind's made up she said she ain't going back and just like a knight in shining armor i use my charm just to calm her just trying to ease her frustration As she told me a story I told her, baby, don't worry I'm the man that you're looking for Baby, got your lucky stars Cause I'm taking you home with me tonight You're gonna stay with me for life I'm taking you home with me I'm a lover, baby, I won't fight I won't fight you, baby yeah. 
Everyone, thank you for tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you for choosing Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. And of course, I have to say a special good morning to everyone on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. That's how we're able to bring you that live entertainment. And now it's time for the details. And we're starting with international news. The G7 talks will cover current issues, particularly the situation in Ukraine. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will take part in reporting the current situation in his country, says a German government spokeswoman. The spokeswoman has added, 8 May is a historic date, which marks the end of World War II in Europe, which caused terror, destruction, and death in Europe. U.S. President Joe Biden says he is open to imposing more sanctions on Russia and would be discussing measures with allies from the G7 in the next few days. Germany will deliver seven self-propelled howitzers to Ukraine, Defense Minister Christine Lambrecht has said, in a further reversal of a long-time policy not to send heavy weapons to war zones due to the country's Nazi past. Amnesty International says... It has documented war crimes in Ukraine, including the willful killings of civilians by Russian forces when they occupied an area northeast of Kiev in February and March. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban said a European Union embargo on Russian oil would be equivalent to dropping an atomic bomb on his country's economy and could not be accepted. Orban added that while his government is willing to negotiate on any EU proposals that are in Hungary's interests, the country's geography and existing energy infrastructure make a shutdown of Russian oil unfeasible. In Mariupol, the next stage of civilian evacuation efforts from Azovstal steel plant is underway, and this is according to the Ukrainian president's office. Some 500 civilians have recently been evacuated from the Azovstal plant and wider Mariupol areas, according to tweets from Kiev and United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez. Washington has denied accusations that it provided intelligence on the locations of Russian generals on the battlefield so that Ukrainian forces could kill them. And those are the stories relating to the Russia-Ukraine live updates. 
Israel's PM says Putin has apologized for Lavrov's Hitler remarks. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett says he has accepted an apology from Russian President Vladimir Putin for controversial remarks about the Holocaust made by Moscow's top diplomat. The two leaders talked over the phone on Thursday, after which an Israeli statement said Putin had apologized. The Prime Minister accepted President Putin's apology for Lavrov's remarks and thanked him for clarifying the president's attitude towards the Jewish people and the memory of the Holocaust. However, the Russian statement after the call made no mention of an apology. Instead, it said they emphasized the importance of marking the Nazi defeat in World War II, which Russia celebrates on Monday. Bennett emerged as a potential mediator between Russia and Ukraine shortly after Moscow's invasion. But that role was thrown into doubt this week when Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov made comments about the Holocaust that were deeply offensive to Jews. Asked in an interview with an Italian news channel about Russian claims that it invaded Ukraine to denazify the country, Lavrov said Ukraine could still have Nazi elements, even though its president, Volodymyr Zelensky, is Jewish. In my opinion... Hitler also had Jewish origins, so it doesn't mean absolutely anything. For some time, we have heard from the Jewish people that the biggest anti-Semites were Jewish. That was his statement when he was speaking with the station in Russian and dubbed over by an Italian translation. Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, who has harshly criticized Russia over the invasion, called Lavrov's statement unforgivable and scandalous and a horrible historical error. One person died and more than four and more than five thousand were treated in hospitals for respiratory ailments as the latest severe sandstorm swept across Iraq. This is according to the health ministry. As the seventh storm in a month hit Iraq on Thursday, the capital city Baghdad and the holy city of Najaf were shrouded in ghostly orange clouds of choking dust. One death has been recorded in Baghdad and hospitals have received no less than 5,000 cases so far. Those hit hardest are people suffering from chronic respiratory diseases such as asthma and the elderly who suffer in particular from heart ailments. Badra said the majority of those seeking hospital treatment were later discharged and most cases were of medium or low intensity. Dust storms have increased dramatically in frequency in Iraq in recent years, driven by, by soil degradation and intense droughts made worse by climate change. With rising average temperatures and sharply lower rainfall, the fine dust particles can cause health problems such as asthma and cardiovascular ailments and also spread bacteria and viruses as well as pesticides and other toxins. Israeli medics say three killed in a stabbing attack near Tel Aviv, and this story comes to us via WSVN, courtesy of the Associated Press. A pair of Palestinian attackers went on a stabbing rampage in a town near Tel Aviv on Thursday night, killing at least three people and wounding four others before fleeing in a vehicle. Police launched a massive search for the assailants, setting up roadblocks and dispatching a helicopter. The stabbing coming on Israel's Independence Day was the latest in a string of deadly attacks in Israeli cities in recent weeks. Israeli-Palestinian tensions have soared recently with the attacks in Israel, military operations in the occupied West Bank, and violence at Jerusalem's most sensitive holy site. 
the site home to the Al-Asqa Mosque, was the scene of new unrest earlier Thursday. Alon Rizgan, a medic with Israel's Magen David Adom Rescue Service, described a very difficult call when he arrived at the scene in Elad, an ultra-Orthodox town near Tel Aviv. He said he identified three dead people at various locations. At least four others were wounded, one critically. Israeli media quoted police as saying there were two assailants, and just before midnight, police said they were still searching for the attackers. They called on the public to avoid the area and urged people to report suspicious vehicles or people to them. Israel marked its Independence Day on Thursday, a festive national holiday in which people typically hold barbecues and attend air shows. In Washington, State Department spokesman Ned Price said the attack appeared to be the latest in what has been a string of despicable terrorist attacks that could have rocked Israel. Our commitment to our Israeli partners, to Israel's security, that is ironclad. That's according to the State Department spokesman. The Palestinian militant group Hamas, which rules the Gaza Strip, praised the attack and linked it to violence at the Jerusalem holy site. Those were our international stories. Coming up, we have news out of North America, but we do have to take another music break. Here is our feature Friday artist, Romaine Virgo, with Stay With Me. Yes, it's true, I'm not good at a one-night stand But I still need love, cause I'm just a man These nights never seem to go to plan No, I don't want you to leave, will you hold my hand?
one of those songs good to the very end you can't cut it short no you can't you gotta listen and he has such a beautiful voice Romaine Virgo, stay with me. Thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. TGIF, yes, it's Friday. I am so ready for the weekend. Also ready for what's coming up later on on the show, the Friday Mix with DJ Simple. So stay tuned for that. And now it's time for Stories Out of North America. Biden names Karine Jean-Pierre as new White House press secretary. Karine Jean-Pierre will be the next White House press secretary the Biden administration has announced as Jen Psaki is stepping down from the post next week. In a statement on Thursday, U.S. President Joe Biden said Jean-Pierre would step into the press secretary role when Psaki leaves the White House on May 13. She will also act as his assistant. I am proud to announce that Karine Jean-Pierre will serve as the next White House sec- um, press secretary, Biden said. Karine not only brings the experience, talent, and integrity needed for this difficult job, but she will continue to lead the way in communicating about the work of the Biden-Harris administration on behalf of the American people. Jean-Pierre is currently the White House's deputy press secretary and deputy assistant to Biden. She previously held uh, senior communication and political roles in Biden's presidential campaign team and when he served as vice president during the Obama administration. Jean-Pierre also was the chief public affairs officer of the progressive group MoveOn.org and a former political analyst for NBC and MSNBC. Saki praised her successor, noting the significance of the history making appointment she will be the first black woman and the first openly uh, lgbtq plus person to serve as the white house press secretary saki said representation matters and she will give voice to many but also make many dream big about what is truly possible jean-pierre said thursday was a very emotional day when asked about becoming the first black woman to serve as white House press secretary. This is a historic moment and it's not lost on me. I understand how important it is for so many people out there, so many different communities that I stand on their shoulders and I have been throughout my career. And so it is an honor and a privilege to be behind this podium in about a week or so when Jen is ready. In Thursday's statement, Biden also thanked Saki for her contribution to his administration, saying she set the standard for returning decency, respect, and decorum to the White House briefing room. Well, thank you. Thank you all so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some may say it's strategic again. But when I, when I was looking at her picture, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she looks like she's still in college, like she just started college. Young woman, well, young-looking woman, I should say. I'm not sure what her age is, but I support her whole, wholeheartedly. It's a good look, in my opinion. Baby steps, we're, we're making strides in the right direction. We're seeing inclusivity, regardless of class, color, creed, um, religious belief, sexual orientation. Because 
isn't that what this country believes in that everyone is accepted or ought to be accepted yeah so how can we say the country embraces everyone and you know celebrates freedom of choice freedom to exercise your belief freedom truly they say without having representation at all levels the highest level of course being in the administration up top yeah now we're starting to see change as i said some may say it's strategic in an effort to garner votes i'm not going to look at it that way right now i'm just going to celebrate corinne jean-pierre the next white house press secretary congrats and i hope she gets the support she truly deserves so that she'll be able to execute her role and continue to exude um diplomacy decorum continue to be articulate and do us proud that's all i'm gonna say on that thank you joe biden Al Jazeera is reporting indigenous rights advocates in Canada and the United States have renewed long-standing calls for concrete action to stem disproportionate rates of violence against indigenous women and girls in both countries. Thursday marks missing and murdered indigenous persons day in the U.S. while it is the national day of awareness for missing and murdered indigenous women and girls otherwise known as Red Dress Day in Canada. The federal government has an obligation to ensure that cases of missing or murdered persons are met with swift and effective action. This is according to U.S. President Joe Biden, as stated when speaking regarding a proclamation recognizing the day. My administration is fully committed to investigating and resolving these cases through a coordinated law enforcement response, as well as intervention and prevention efforts. We're also dedicated to researching the underlying causes of this violence and to working with Native communities to address them, Biden said. Indigenous communities have sounded the alarm for years over the disproportionately high number of women, girls, and two-spirit people who have been killed or disappeared in the U.S. and Canada. Two-spirit is a term used by some Indigenous people to describe their gender and spiritual identity. Advocates also have denounced systemic inaction on the part of government and law enforcement agencies to address the issue. In 2014, the Federal Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the RCMP, reported that nearly 1,200 Indigenous women had been murdered or gone missing in Canada between 1980 and 2012. But advocates say the real number was likely much higher. A national inquiry on missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls in 2019 concluded that the violence amounts to a race-based genocide of Indigenous peoples that especially targets women, girls, and members of the LGBTQ2S plus community. CNN is reporting that while investigators sift through hundreds of tips on the whereabouts of a fugitive Alabama inmate, and the officer he escaped with, authorities have released new information that may help the public to identify them. Image renderings by the U.S. Marshal Service show what Officer Vicki White, who is 56, 
who was blonde at the time of her disappearance, would look like if she altered her appearance to have darker hair or a shorter hairstyle. Obviously, there was a side to Vicky White that we were not aware of, and she has coordinated this and taken advantage of her knowledge of the system and played it to her advantage and made it very difficult. And this is according to the Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton when he was speaking with CNN. Officials also released new photos of inmate Casey White's distinctive tattoos, one of which is a flag. What you call that flag? Um, Confederate flag, which is on his back. The Marshals Service disclosed that the inmate in 2015 allegedly threatened to kill his ex-girlfriend and her sister and said he wanted police to kill him. The agency said authorities have advised this potential targets about his escape and the threats against them and have taken appropriate protective actions. There is a reward of up to $5,000 for information leading to the location of the officer and 10000 leading to the capture of the inmate. Adding, the agency said, subjects should be considered dangerous and may be armed with an AR-15 rifle, handguns, and a shotgun. Meanwhile, investigators are frantically pursuing the hundreds of tips they have received from the public, some of which they say may have potential. Some of them do look promising, but it takes a time to follow through on those things, Singleton said. Meanwhile, they continue the search. All right. Yeah, interesting, I must say. As I read the story, um, when I was reading the story earlier, I thought about what DJ Naturalist said yesterday when we were talking about them, you know, when I said the Bonnie and Glide. And Naturalist said, what if she's the one who is taking advantage? Well, hey, it makes you wonder now, right? They both could be taking advantage of each other. But, um, yeah, let, let's see if they're able to capture them. With her knowledge, you know, of how to... Um, maintain what you want to call that word now to be as inconspicuous as possible let me use that term let us see how long they can avoid being caught i say up the money and they'll catch them quicker um say to up the money and yeah. quicker. <laughs> definitely up the money and here's what we need to be looking out for DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And on Clubhouse and the QMZ Radio Club, it's music, news, and naturalist views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinat Rosolo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse and tune in to QMZ Radio and JanoRadio.com. Join us next week for another stimulating conversation. Join Rosolo on The Rosolo Show every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rosolo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rosolo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. 
tune in to Wanted Fridays every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, and Freestyle Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, with Mixmaster Kevon on JanoRadio.com. Saturdays and Sundays are spent with DJ Simple, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday, it's Blazing Saturdays. And he returns on Sundays with Big People Sunday. Coming up after the music break, it's business and tech and health and science news. A little more for Feature Friday artist Romaine Virgo. And don't forget, we do have the 15-minute Friday mix coming up later on. But here is Romaine Virgo right now with Good Woman. She kissed me first thing in the morning Then she said, baby, have a good day She not hear from me, she'll be calling Tell me what more can I say He's like I want a hundred million I found a good woman I found a good woman Like I want a hundred million I got a good woman I got a good Package everything I need. Maybe I am lucky because I can't believe she's more of everything that's guaranteed. Just watch how she walks. She's got that attitude, that's her style, and it gives me the feels. And she changes her mood with her smile. Good morning to all our listeners on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. I need to turn off my phone, right? Because I'm getting some text messages that are making me crack up here. And y'all know I got to be on the air. Don't do that to me. But thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Of course, a huge thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversations happen. This is Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. Today, it is Feature Friday, and our Feature Friday artist is 
Romaine Burger. You just heard him with Good Woman. And, you know, let me say a special thank you to all the good women out there, especially as Mother's Day is celebrated this weekend. I have to be honest. I forgot. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why I was thinking Mother's Day was next weekend. I don't know. But I'm seeing everything Mother's Day, Mother's Day. And I'm like, what the heck? It's next weekend, right? So I said, let me check my calendar. And yep, it's this Sunday. As a mother, you would think that I would be excited. I don't know if I'm the only one, but um, I'm not huge on gifts. For me, you know what I'm happy doing? Lying in my bed and not doing a thing. Absolutely nothing. That's what I'm happy doing. You can make me breakfast. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. I'll accept that. <clears throat> I'm sending out the, the signals, okay? You're sending out those hints this morning. Those <laughs> hints. Good morning, everyone. Oh, wow. Marlon, catch it. Catch them. Quick, See, quick. You're part of my problem, Rosolo. Can you stop with the text messages and the uh, Good morning, stuff? everyone. Good morning, Endo. Good morning. Good morning, uh, oh, my, representative, my, 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 and I my, my, knew my you were my, coming on. This morning, yes, you know? yes, I knew you were coming, representative um, Andel. Yes, oh, hold on a yes. second, Andel. Um, yes, <clears throat> did he ask you to speak for him? Because I don't know if you're speaking as his um, attorney or as um, just, you know, a I'm, good. I'm a, his a attorney. Good... Okay, I'm his attorney. Right. So, so, so I'm <laughs> listening to what you're. I'm listening to what you're proposing. I'm listening to what you're proposing and what you're throwing out there subliminally, you know, and uh -huh, then, uh -huh, uh -huh. then I can package that because I know Father's Day is coming. And go and consult with your client. Exactly. I understood. You know? I under understood. Yeah. Understood. Yes. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. You know, so, <gasps> so all this is all in interest of my client. <laughs> but but the, the, the question here, Andela, is did you forget Mother's Day on your side of town? Oh, or are no, you prepared? No, actually, I, actually, I'm, um, I am, I am making dinner for the whole my mother and my wife. The whole awesome, family. awesome. That's nice. So I'm the That's chef nice. for the day. Nice. Catch the hints, Marlon. Catch the hints. <laughs> but no, I just I came on to say I forgot as well. So there you have it. It must be in, in the blood. Yeah. All right, all right, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. And happy Mother's Day to those of any queens out there. In case I cannot speak for the rest of the show. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day indeed. I don't know. You can let us know in the chat what you would like for Mother's Day. What makes you happy for Mother's Day? Or how about telling us a special Mother's Day that you had in the past? All right. Thank you so much to everyone being here with me again. Appreciate you. And now it is time for business news. So, Chanel in Paris has been robbed. A group of armed men held up a Chanel jewelry boutique in Paris in broad daylight on Thursday and escaped on two motorcycles. Oh my gosh. The estimated value of the goods stolen from the store, which specializes in high-end watches and fine jewelry, was not immediately known. The police prefecture tweeted that members of a special brigade went to the scene after the heist, which occurred close to 3 p.m. For them to use the word heist, it must have been a grotesquely bizarre um, value that's been placed on the jewelry. Okay. 
A boutique on Rue de la Pan, not far from the French capital's opera house, has been standing in for a Chanel shop on the posh Place Vendôme, which is undergoing renovation. A video circulating on social media of what appeared to be the heist showed four men dressed in black and with their faces covered escaping on two motorcycles. Three of them had been in the store, while one stood guard with what looked like an automatic rifle strapped across him. Le Parisien newspaper quoted a supervisor at a nearby store, Cyril Njo, as saying that passers-by did not notice the weapon or understand what was going on. He said the robbery took about 10 minutes. That's a long time for a robbery. Um, okay, I'm watching too much TV. Heist of Paris, but boutiques selling jewelry and watches are not uncommon, folks. Seven thieves carried out a dramatic heist in September at a Bulgari shop in Place Vendôme, stealing millions of euros worth of jewels. Police chased suspects on two motorcycles and in a car through Paris. Two suspects were quickly arrested, one shot in the leg by police. Well, I'm not going to be worried about Chanel. They are properly insured. You know, so no loss to them. Put in their insurance claim and they'll be all right. You know, I shouldn't be thinking like this, but sometimes I wonder if some of these quote-unquote robberies or heists are organized by um, owners of businesses. I, I shouldn't be thinking like that. No. But it's just a thought that crosses my mind sometimes. You know, people want to cash in. You're paying insurance and you're paying and you're paying and you're paying. And that's the one thing you can never get back, right? Unless there is something. <laughs> For example, home insurance. You have to have home insurance if you have a mortgage, right? Um, but do you ever get your money back? No. Car insurance. You don't have an accident. For years, do you ever get your money back? No. Health insurance. You pay that. You don't get sick. No surgeries, nothing. Do you ever get anything back? If anybody has, please let me know. Let me know because insurance, insurance, insurance. Yep. Insurance is the best business in the whole world. It is. And it's recession-proof. No matter what mm -hmm. economic downturn the whole country or the world is going through, insurance is always there. I agree with you, Andel. It's like Teflon. Oh, speaking, we have Teflon. <laughs> DJ Teflon. No pun intended there, Teflon. But, yeah, um, you can't mess with that. So, good morning, Afola. Ah, oh, Afo is back, folks. He's back. How are you, <laughs> Afo? How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. No, you're say you're doing great. You're alive. You ten toes yeah. down. You're above ground. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, not in space. You know. Yeah, we are here <laughs> together again. So. More than 40 years after blazing a trail for female video game characters, Miss Pac-Man was inducted Thursday into the World Video Game Hall of Fame. I didn't know they had a Hall of Fame for video games. Learn something new every yeah, day. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. All right. And this is along with Dance Dance Revolution, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Sid Meier's Civilization. Whatever those are, I don't know. <clears throat> Ashamed to say, yes, because I have boys that do play video games. The Hall of Fame considers electronic games of all types each year. Arcade, 
console, computer, handheld, and mobile. You know what I want to have in my house? I've always wanted it. When we were living in Georgia and we had the basement, it was supposed to be Marlon's um, place of refuge, of course. The children took it over. The, the neighborhood children took it over. And he was like, okay, whatever. I wanted, always wanted to have a um, Pac-Man. You know the machine when you go to the movie theater and they're there? And you go and you play. I've always wanted to have one. And you know what? I think I'm still going to think about getting one. I like Pac-Man. I think that's my favorite. And that's the only one I probably play. Have I ever won? No. But, um, so that means that mean you still owe my client a fee for himself. <laughs> because, you know, you, you, you had the neighborhood kids overrun the Not me. His, not me. They him, took it over. For, him, for his tranquility and, and, you know. So now you owe him that space again. Andal, I'm going to tell you a little joke. Yesterday, I'm talking to Marlon, right? And he's, we're on the phone and he says to me, no, 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 let me back up. Son number three comes to me. Oh, he's going out with his friends. And, um, and what I heard was I'm to give him $20. So I said, but don't you already have money? He says, I need $20 more. So I said, I'm to give you $20? He's like, no, daddy says he will leave it for me before he goes to work. I'm like, oh, so I'm speaking to Marlon and I'm like, you know what? I don't understand. Everybody gets money. Where's my hand? I don't get any pocket money. So, Andel, let your client know that I'm making a complaint. <laughs> I think your attorney is in here. Um, you know, I'm here. I'm here. I'm listening in. Exactly. I'm representing. But exactly. I saw you were silent. She's telling you to give another hint to your client. And all of a sudden, you become quiet. Well, well, well I mean, um, don't don't. It's my proposal to your. You know, the proposal and Jeez. you know, um, I'll I'll speak to your attorney about it, and I'll speak to my client to see how. Um, Rosolo, Rosolo, can come to some sort of resolution. Rosolo, I need my pocket money. Okay, I totally agree. I need my pocket money. I need money. my percentage of the pocket money. Exactly. So let's go. Let's go with so, this. Okay. Um, and I'll be contacting you shortly. Uh, uh, um, uh, Marlon, I'll advise you to you know don't speak. We'll we'll consult off ear on this. <laughs> so when All I right. start, so when I start right. getting my pocket money, we'll think about getting the Pac Man console. Okay, let's how about that, right? In my um, Rihanna voice, Netflix sued by shareholders after the streaming service lied about subscriber growth. According to the Hollywood Reporter, a group of shareholders are suing Netflix after the streaming service misled them about subscriber growth after last month's sharp decline and price drop in the stock market. Investors who purchased Netflix stocks between October 19, 2021 and April 19, 2022 are suing. They allege that in its 2021 third quarter letter to shareholders, the streaming company painted a rosy image of seeing the positive effects of a stronger slate in the second half of the year. I question this, though, and here is why I'm question, questioning being able to sue them. Shareholders, don't you get a prospectus to review before making that investment? Number one. Number two. Entering the stock market is a risk like anything else, isn't it? And there's nothing that guarantees that you're going to be making money. You have to take, be prepared for the wins as well as be prepared for the losses. So I want to see how this is going to play out. Now, every company 
as far as I know, they're going to give you the rosy picture because the goal is to attract um, shareholders, people who are willing to go into their wallets, dig deep in their pockets, and shell out the money. So I would not hold it against Netflix for saying that they painted a rosy image. Everybody does that. Look at when you're applying for jobs. Companies make it look as though working for my company is the best thing ever you could do in your life. And then once you step inside those doors, you're like, what on earth did I sign up for? So I think, me personally, I think this lawsuit is a bit of a reach, right? But hey, during a conference call with analysts and investors, Netflix chief financial officer Spencer Newman reportedly said something similar saying that management expected to continue in terms of that healthy retention and then this kind of acceleration as we get past those initial market reopenings with COVID and past the COVID pull forwarding into the strength of our slate. After reporting a 200,000 subscriber drop in the first quarter of 2022, Netflix cited several possible causes, including password sharing, increased competition, customers unable to pay for the service due to the pandemic, and the belief that COVID clouded the picture by significantly increasing our growth in 2020, leading us to believe that most of our slowing growth in 2021 was due to the COVID pull forward. The news of falling subscribers in Q1 triggered a 35.1% decrease in a single day, resulting in a $54 billion market capitalization loss. This followed a 22% drop in late January when Netflix failed to meet its Q4 subscriber growth expectations. Netflix and its top executives are accused of breaking U.S. securities laws. How so? By employing devices, schemes, and artifices to defraud investors while in possession of material adverse non-public information. Netflix has said that it expects to lose another 2 million subscribers in the second quarter. Interesting. Well, Netflix, I know we had a conversation the other day in here um, that they will have to get creative about how to um, retain current subscribers as well as how to market themselves and have products of value to entice um, new subscribers, right? Well, I'm here for the to see how that lawsuit plays out. In health and science news, Walgreens reaches $683 million opioid settlement with the state of Florida. And this report comes to us courtesy of WSVN. Walgreens Boots Alliance, which owns a string of retail pharmacies, has reached a $683 million settlement with Florida to resolve claims it exasperated an opioid epidemic in the state. The settlement ends a trial that began last month after Walgreens decided not to join a combined $878 million settlement in the state with four other healthcare companies. To date, Florida has recovered more than $3 billion in opioid litigation against drug makers, distributors, and pharmacists. And this is according to Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody. It will spend most of the money on efforts to mitigate the opioid crisis in the state. And I'm going to pause right there. Here is what you can do with the money. Because I don't, I'm not sure what those efforts are going to be to mitigate. 
But what I can say is that having rehabilitation centers funded with that money would be a good start because there are many people who are um, addicts and rehab is not cheap. It is not. Good rehab is not cheap. So I hope that while you're saying you're going to spend most of the money on efforts to mitigate, I would like to see you, and rather you say at least half of the money will be used to establish and fund um, drug rehabilitation centers. That's what I would do, right? Um, Moody said, I am glad that we have been able to end this monumental litigation and move past the courtroom. The most recent settlement includes $620 million to be paid to Florida over 18 years. Okay, where's my calculator? How much per year is that? Uh, where are my math folks? Come on, folks. $620 divided by how many years, they said? Uh, 13 or 18. What was it? 18 years. Okay. So $680 million divided by 18 years. That's $34 million per year. Yeah, I think you can fund rehabs um, with half of that each year. That should be a good look. So let me get back on track. Walgreens did not admit wrongdoing as part of the settlement, which stems from allegations the company played down the risks of addiction and overdoses and relaxed in monitoring where pills ended up. The case hinged on accusations that Walgreens dispensed more than 4.3 billion opioid pills in Florida from May 2006 to June 2021. More than half of the prescriptions contained one or more easily recognized red flags for abuse, fraud, and addiction that the company should have noticed and acted upon. Prior to settling, Walgreens has argued it should be immune from being sued Based on a, and this figure can't be right, $3,000 settlement it reached with Florida in 2012. Florida had called Walgreens' position absurd, according to court transcripts, saying the 2012 settlement addressed only a single record-keeping violation. Wow. Okay. But question, yeah. are, they going, are they going after the doctors too? Because doctors write <laughs> this prescription. Thank right? you. Thank you for bringing that up. That's a good question. Great question, Marlon, because the, the oh. pharmacists can't disperse or dispense. Let me use the correct terms. I, I do apologize. Pharmacists can't dispense without a prescription, right? So I agree. Are we going to hold the medical personnel responsible? Because they're the ones writing the prescription. They're the ones who have that relationship with their patient. Versus the pharmacist, the pharmacist is only filling what the doctor says. You go in, hi, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Great, not so great. Okay, good. Here's your prescription. I hope you feel better. Because that's the first thing the doctor do. They, they, you tell them your head hurt. They write prescription for something. Yeah. You, they give you something. They don't say you know, stress or whatever. They give you pills for everything. Because there's a kickback from the pharmaceutical drug company. So now, Marlon, we need to take it beyond Walgreens and we need to take it beyond the medical personnel. We also have to take it to the pharmaceutical companies. All righty. We'll Every see. Everybody's involved. 
<clears throat> go ahead, James. Good morning. Morning, everyone. Yeah, so um, remember, remember you, hear, you, you, uh, you heard it here first. Um, Florida for president. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not seeing it, but it, the writing is on the wall. Like the resume is being is being written right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's it's like a travesty the amount of money that these guys spend on election because they're going to spend billions of dollars on the next election. The the obvious president is right in front of our eyes. There's no way this guy can lose the election. No way. Because this the, the election is going to be about about values. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 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 what's been play, what what's been playing out across like the 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 no the don't say gay bill um the, the whole thing with um this conversation that's going on with with the whole swimming um um this transgender competing and all of those stuff is being politicized. Mm -hmm. There are people that are, there are people that are, are Christians that do not like this guy, the, the way oh, he is, is Trump-like behavior. Mm -hmm. But they're going to look at him and say, you know what? He's going to protect me from certain things or whatever. So even though I don't like him, I'm going to vote. And yes. that's what... That's that is what's playing out in front of our eyes. Yeah. And the more the more win this guy has stuck upon his resume, like it's it's obvious. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and this, right. and this, yeah, and this is another this is another win on, on his resume. So yeah. They're playing chess. They're being very strategic. And um when you have folks like myself, and I'm gonna put myself out there. Um I don't I'm not Republican. I don't support a lot of their um, values, their beliefs. I really don't. But as you just highlighted, James, there are certain things that they are doing that make you say, yes, good. Yes, that's good. And then you start saying, why didn't the Democrats push for this? Or why, even if they were thinking about it or um, trying to push for it, they were more hung up on trying to um they were more to be what you call it diplomatic trying to work with both the other side of the aisle no 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 you're wasting time so you're looking at the republicans as getting the job done and the democrats as being lax and i regret having to, well let me not say that i feel bad having to say this I have a strong feeling that a lot of the um, Republicans may, I mean, a lot of the Democrats may end up voting Republican, not because they are in favor <laughs> to a large degree, but there are certain things that are um, being done that they appreciate, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And moments, you know what? And, and history is going to be very important, too, because. Just look look at the, the, the contrast between the, the crack epidemic and the opioid, right? Mm -hmm. And look, look at, I think New York was like one of the epicenter of the crack epidemic. And just look at the different results that, that they, can, they, they can come and say, like, this is what Florida did to protect their people. We, we, we got billions of dollars back to, to you know, to um, have these people rehabilitated. What happened in New York? with back in the days it, it it was 
it was affected, the, the black community was affected the most. M more people end up in prison during that time than any other time in America's history. You know, more families were destroyed. And, and there, there, there's no rehabilitation. So, like, when, when you look at this, and they're going to boost, they're going to boast on this and say, look, this is what we are doing for, for our state. You know, we're, we're getting people, um, they're, they're held back. We're getting people, we're getting families back together and stuff yep, like that. They're, yep. they're gonna, that's what they're going to do. So mm -hmm. They're going to speak to those sensitive spots. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Speak to the sensitive spots. And you can't blame them. That's what any um, strategic person would do, right? You want to win. You're not campaigning for fun. You're not doing this because, you know, you have nothing better to do. Yeah. So U.S. regulators on Thursday strictly limited who can receive Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine due to the ongoing risk of rare but serious blood clots. The Food and Drug Administration said the shot should only be specifically um, requested. Hmm and given to adults who cannot receive a different vaccine. U.S. authorities for months have recommended that Americans starting their COVID-19 vaccinations use the Pfizer or Moderna shots instead. FDA officials said in a statement that they decided to restrict J&J's vaccine after taking another look at data on the risk of life-threatening blood clots blood clots within I almost said it in a Jamaican way oh my gosh within two weeks of vaccination J&J's vaccine was initially considered an important tool in fighting the pandemic because it required only one shot but the single dose option proved less effective than two doses of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines in December the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended prioritizing Moderna and Pfizer shots over J&J's because of its safety issues. Previously, U.S. officials had treated all three vaccines similarly because they'd each been shown to offer strong protection. But follow-up studies have consistently shown lower effectiveness for J&J's vaccine. And while the blood clots seen with J&J shots are rare, officials say they're still occurring. Federal scientists identified 60 cases, including nine that were fatal for me, one being fatal is too much just my opinion that amounts to one blood clot case and i hate when they do this stop doing this but they do it anyway that amounts to one blood clot case per 3.2 million jnj shots administered and they do this as if to say it to um drive home that it's not that bad one person losing their life is that bad i'm sorry moments why are you swearing i didn't swear it's the um, yeah, you, said, you said blood clot. It's the article. Why did Jamaicans <laughs> take a perfectly good term and make it bad? Why did we do that? We made it bad. It's a it's a good as a matter of fact, it's an actual cloth that is used by a woman. That's the name of it, but of course we use it as a curse word. Um under the new FDA instructions, J&J's vaccine could still be given to people who had a severe allergic reaction to one of the other vaccines and can't receive an additional dose. J&J's shot could also be an option for people who refuse to receive the mRNA vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna and therefore would otherwise remain unvaccinated. And as I'm talking about vaccine, I have to do a check-in with one of our moderators, Sunette. 
I hope you can speak. How are you feeling? I am. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I am. I am. I'm all about the vaccine. I took it. I'm very vaccinated. And I we do. Um, I requested the antiviral, and I re- I got it. So I am on. I took it yesterday. I'll start day two today. Um, because I want this thing done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. You sound fabulous. I, I just woke up and if I felt like this, I should just wake it up. So, yes, thank you. I'm feeling a little bit better. Good. A little bit less coughing. Good. I'm happy to, to hear it. I am <laughs> happy you. to hear. And how is Sydney doing? Is she good? She's great? She, I we haven't tested her again yet, but I think she, she's fine. She's absolutely, it's like nothing ever happened for her. Okay. Amazing. She's just, she just born and not in school. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. other than that, she's, she's fine. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here with us, um, Sunette. Continue to improve. Get that rest. Even though you might feel like you have energy for days, please rest, rest, rest. Um, have your teas. Just take good care of yourself. All right? Oh, that tea. Oh, God. I know. I will, I, will, I will take some more of it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's bitter but it's good. All right. After the music break, we do have sports news, Caribbean corner and news out of Latin America. But now it's back to some more music from our feature Friday artist, Romaine Verga. And remember coming up later on, we do have the Friday mix with it's a 15 minutes with um, DJ simple, but now here is love doctor. Anytime you need me, baby I know you like it like this When I kiss you on the lips I'm your love doctor Call me anytime you need me, baby Just call me anytime When you're ready for the bump and grind It's only you You're I'm sorry I'm missing you That's why I'm writing this song You're gonna need Some medication Cause I'm your love doctor Call me Anytime you need me, baby I know you like it like this hey, When I kiss you on the lips I'm your love doctor Call me anytime you need me, baby Just call me anytime When you're ready for the bump and grind Girl, you're so fine You're one of a Can't carry on Just give me one more chance 
Anytime you need me, baby I know you like it like this When I kiss you on the lips I'm your love doctor, call me Anytime you need me, baby Just call me anytime When you're ready for the bump and grind Everybody here, send me off for there with you. Forever I will stay with you. And me, I go shoot it out in the square. I make everybody know that I wanna be with you. Really wanna be with you. I'm your love doctor. Call me anytime you need me, baby. I know you like it like this. When I kiss you on the lips, I'm your love doctor. Call me anytime you need me, baby. Just call me anytime when you're ready for the bump and grind. Hey, hey. No, no, you know, baby. Good morning and thank you to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Welcome to Coffee and Dough, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard Romaine Virgo, Love Doctor. I listened to so many Romaine Virgo songs last night. I didn't know which one to choose. He has so many beautiful songs. Um, yeah, very talented young man. Beautiful voice. I wonder if he sings to his wife all the time. Yeah, love it. So, sports news. LeBron James's logo to be featured on Florida A&M sport jersey. Florida A&M University is set to be the first HBCU to sport LeBron James's logo on its jerseys. As part of a collaborative partnership between LeBron James, Nike, and FAMU, the HBCU will be the first historically black college and institution to rock James's logo. The move comes as an effort to push more spotlight and awareness around HBCUs. Meet the first HBCU jersey to feature the LeBron James logo, reads a tweet from Nike's Nike Basketball Twitter page. With an old-school vibe and modern flair, these first-of-their-kind jerseys feature snakeskin numbers as an ode to the school's Rattler DNA, available now in North America. There are no details on what other HBCUs will join in, but reports show there may be a possibility that other historically black schools could soon be a part of the partnership. DK Nation is reporting. All right, that's a good look. HBCU. What's the difference between an HBCU and a regular college? I don't know. I'm asking. HBCU is a 
black college. It's a black college. So that means you only have black instructors. Everything is black, black, blackity, black, black. No, no, okay. Don't no. get no. that way. But you know, we no, mean. I don't <laughs> know. I'm see. No, I'm being very honest. I Rego. really don't know. It is historically black college or university. HBCU. Mm -hmm. So it, I have a friend who's Asian who graduated from HBCU. Mm -hmm. so you don't have to be black to go there. Okay. But there is a preference, of course, because okay. it is a historically black college university system. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for explaining that to me. It is a question I've always wanted to ask, but I don't know why I never asked. But I'm glad I had the opportunity to um, ask. Yeah. All right. Congrats, LeBron. And now it is time for Caribbean Corner. So apparently, the Caribbean is becoming too hot to live in. And this is according to a climate change group. The increase in global temperatures associated with climate change is turning the Caribbean into a region that could be too hot to comfortably live in. And that's according to experts. Epidemiologist at the Epidemiology Unit of the Ministry of Health and Wellness in Belize, Antonio Hegar, said that the increase in global temperatures caused by climate change makes Caribbean people more susceptible to having a heat stroke or another type of cardiovascular event because it puts the body under more stress. So see, put on your sunblock, wear your hats, protective clothing as much as possible. Let us not take our melanin for granted. We can be susceptible to heat strokes, folks. Them what about themselves, man? Now listen to not what I'm uh, This was written actually by black folks, Apple, right? So, <laughs> well, he well, go to white man's school, so again. University of the West Indies? Okay, all right, interesting. You're not even aware that your body is dehydrated and overheated until you literally just fall flat from heat stress, cramp, or exhaustion. So what are we telling everyone? Stay hydrated, keep your fluids going, right? Um, and protect yourselves, right? Even if you're supposedly young and healthy, or you live in an area accustomed to high temperatures, it's going to be getting so hot that even those people would not be able to stand it and live there anymore. That gives you an idea of just how serious the problem is. The Caribbean Community Climate Change Center said in a statement that the results of the IPCC's sixth assessment report on climate change have sounded alarms around the planet. With global temperatures of 1.5 degrees Celsius and a projected increase to 2 degrees Celsius, climate change is exasperating our exposure to extreme temperatures. Days that are hotter than the average seasonal temperature can cause increased levels of illness and death by compromising the body's ability to regulate its temperature. The report underscored that the heat has become too hot for the Caribbean to handle. There have also been accounts of school children getting heat stroke. 
15-year-old Priyanka Lala, UNICEF advocate from Trinidad and Tobago, vividly recalls playing a match with her classmates when one of them suffered a heat stroke and fainted. It hadn't even been an hour. And I, I can relate to that. And here is why. Son number three, okay, he plays um, football. So he's on the field from 2.20 in the afternoon when the sun is way up in the sky. And, of course, now it is daylight savings time. So he is in the blaring sun from 2.20 until, say, about 6.30, Monday through Friday. He has passed out a couple of times from being exhausted. He stays hydrated. Sometimes he doesn't. Let me be honest. Sometimes myself and my husband have to remind him, drink your water. Drink your water. You have to stay hydrated. Because the minute he starts complaining about a headache, it's hydration. And being out in that sun is no joke. And remember, I'm sure, and Del, I think one of your sons plays football. Um, Having on that gear is not easy either right so we have to be very careful with our exposure right small islands and least developed countries are projected to experience high multiple interrelated climate risks and limits to adaptive capacity even at global warming of 1.5 degrees celsius all right so let's protect ourselves protect uh, our... go right ahead sorry to cut you but heat short doesn't have a color and have a race and a gender when that heat when that when that heat hits you, and when it's, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're gonna pass out. Because I've seen it happen in front of my eyes. So when it when it comes to certain things, you cannot put color in everything. Yeah, you, you have to take you know out of uh, out of boxes that a heat stroke is very dangerous for everyone. Because I know what I experienced with my son, and he did pass out one day. We have to we have to take him to the hospital. Yeah. Um, so I know there is no color, gender, or, or whatever in a, when, it, when it comes to heat stroke. So um, I just want to say this real quick. I want to bother feel like I'm just ignorant to the thing. I'm going to put a color for everything, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to do that, like real talk. You might sound away the more time, but I'm not trying to do that. As you know, so the son is an athlete, you know what I mean? And also uh, an athlete as well, too. You know what I mean? When you're out up on the field, you know, the sun, you have all the gears them and all them something run up and down, you're not getting a water break. What you water in your body, you push out that. You see me, I say? So if you're not refill back your body with water, and you're in this hot blazing sun for hours, yeah, man, that can definitely happen. But my thing is, what you don't say about is like, people where uh, live on the continent, you know, the motherland, Africa. You see me, I say, them people don't have no sunscreen. And you know, you nobody a drop down on their feet. You have some tribes where live out in a, like, the deserted area and all them places, you know what I mean? What they mean not do, what they would do is like rub on, but if you never see some tribe, um, clay. Uh, clay. That's them their one. sunscreen, Apple. Yeah, but no, that's them sunscreen because them live in one part in Africa where, <laughs> well, whoever said the sun is normal over there, so the sun is normal over there, so. And because them live out there, so, and them hunt, and they don't have the high rise 
building and the woolly for shelter like that because if, you know, if you never watch a documentary they must show some of these tribes and see where they're living you're just like yo Jano you see me I say so them them for all constantly out of the sun hours upon hours from the sun rise till they go down them are gonna need something to protect themselves you know what I mean so that I feed them sunscreen by using clay you get me I say but apart from that you have other people where might have a little better protection like shelter not really out of the sun like that and them have no sunscreen yeah, Dr. Leila Africa and other black scholars, scientists, will go all of these schools and get certified because in order for them to take you serious, you have to go for them school and get credited and all that. And everyone can tell you, as well as other black scholars, scientists like himself, yo, melanated people, just two hours under the sun, get your vitamin D. You get me, I say? They make it look as if um, I saw a bud. You get me, I said, them try to demonize the thing, make it look like always when real and truly, them are talk about the makeup of fit them body. Them can't out of the sun like we. That's that why most I hear them come morning, and I tell about um, how they may rule Egypt and all sort of madness. You have to like, people are like, yo, you that, you're, you're, you're serious? About. Like, we're not talking about You get me, I said, so really and truly, just listen to some of black scholars. Hold on a second. Um. So the story that moments read was not about what's going on on the continent. Wow, someone mute me and talk. All right, cool. Hold on. Hold on a second. It's all good. Hold no, say every time we talk more time, you know, people, you know, we're we'll talking about something. Hold on, Afro. Hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on, Afro. No, nobody. Who muted you? Because I was nowhere. Because I don't have my phone in my hand. But here, listen. Here's what I'm going to say. We can't, we're not talking about the content. The story at hand is about the Caribbean and the effects in the Caribbean, right? Now, we also have to remember that when people move to different geographical locations, changes also occur in our body. And that's scientific and that's biological, right? Um, let us say you were to move to Alaska, right, Afo? your body is going to go through a process and let us say you're there exposed to that climate for five years and then you come back to the caribbean you're going to feel something really different right let me ask you when was the last time you went back to jamaica Afo? um from a come up here i haven't been back yet okay. so december uh, makes three years three years okay i guarantee you when you do go back, you're going to feel a huge difference. And you're going to say, oh, my God, you think you're hot here, you're hotter there. You're going to feel that heat hit you as you step outside the airport. Because remember now, when you step outside the airport, that heat wave slaps you in your face and you're going to be like what on earth and yet you see everybody else who lives in it day by day they're not faced because they're acclimated to it they're used to it you have been out of it but when you go back you're going to get that slap in your face trust and believe i'm going to dispute that you know because when we go to arizona you know arizona hot in the man we go in the desert you know the normal heat that you know and when we go to Arizona and shut down, all the night, you yeah, wonder, yo, where the hell are going out here? So, so uh, sun gone down long time, you know, moon has shine and star out, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like you still feel the heat, you know, man. So, I right. nah, dispute that. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, you're not going to feel it. But it's survivable. 
You get me? It's so <laughs> but you, but I, I'm glad you mentioned something. And I, I want to just say this and then we move on. You mentioned something. And of course, the issue is not in the continent. We're talking about the Caribbean. However, they rub clay on their bodies and they have to do that to be able to stay out in the sun. And that clay helps to reflect, um, deflect the sun's rays so that they don't have harm. Now, yeah, remember, yeah, so remember, too, when you think back to Jamaica, people who are on the construction sites or out in... Um, I'm used to work on a construction okay, site. Or people who are on the farms, they seek refuge in, in, under trees to cool down because you have to cool your body down no matter, even if you're not using any kind of skin protectant, you have to cool your body down. I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, all right. We feel, feel like someone <laughs> get it mis, mis, uh, We're probably misunderstanding you. Yeah. We're probably but then I say, you go, you out at the sun, just for hours, out, just out at the sun, out at the sun. No. And that is what, again, I say that, um, some of those tribes are that specific tribe who live out at them place where no shelter, not there. Them rub on the clear because, as where Dr. Leila Africa said, two hours not the sun. Two hours. You see, if you start to go over that and worse than hydrate yourself, it will be a problem. So, two hours in the sun, soak up the natural vitamin D. You see right. what I say? Right. Even with your check back with, um, like, you know, like when I go back in history and read about um, uh, the, the Asian Kemet, the Egyptian, what do I call them? Yeah, Asian Kemet. Yeah, Egyptian, I want to greet them coming and change up everything. But yeah, Asian Kemet, them, yeah, and, and, and yeah, Hear all them dress, what them used to do, and all them something there. Them not still out of the sun like for, for this forever, just out of the sun, out not. You get me, I say? You, you have to hydrate your body, yes, but you can't, but you still out there longer than some people. You see me, I say? So when people say, oh, put on your sunscreen, no, I'm not have to do that. That's for you and people who, you know what I mean, have a little bit of melanin, have a lot of melanin in them. You see me, I say? So, yeah. yeah, so that type of people like them there, uh, and people who have no melanin in them body. You get me, I say, but for people who have melanin, where, where the, you, you, you see it, the, the, the dark skin, right? melanin that flow through your body, yeah, man, you, you really need, you can stay longer than most people. Oh, Una okay. have no melanin. Two hours, um, um, Dr. Leila Africa said. And right. I eat that still. Right, thank you, Africa. Yeah, because I do have to move on. All right, so our next story out of the Caribbean. Um, World Bank Managing Director to visit Jamaica. World Bank Group Managing Director for Development Policy and Partnerships, Marie Pangestu, will arrive in Kingston today for a two-day visit. This will be Pangestu's first trip to Jamaica and the Caribbean region as a World Bank Group Managing Director. Panjetsu's visit reaffirms the World Bank Group's commitment to partnering with Jamaica for better development outcomes for all of its people, as well as supporting efforts to achieve green, resilient, and inclusive development. The World Bank's active portfolio in Jamaica is comprised of seven projects, with a total value of U.S. $173 million. In March 2021, the bank supported the government with a U.S. $185 million cat catastrophe bond that provides financial protection against losses from named storms through December 2023. During her trip, Pangestu will meet with Prime Minister Andrew Holness, Minister of Finance and Public Service Dr. Nigel Clark, and other cabinet men members. She will also meet with development partners, civil society organizations, 
private sector leaders and interact with young people at the University of the West Indies. Pangestu, together with International Finance Corporation Director for Latin America and Caribbean part, uh, Martin Spicer, will join Minister Clark in launching Jamaica's country private sector diagnostic. And this goes down today, Friday, May 6th. All right, so we're getting a little visit <laughs> for our story out of Latin America. And this is so sad. This is a ninth media, um, ninth report about a media worker and the ninth media worker also being slain this year in Mexico. Luis Enrique Ramirez Ramos has become the ninth journalist killed in Mexico in 2022 in what has proven to be a particularly deadly year for media workers in the country. Ramirez Ramos's body was found on a dirt road wrapped in plastic near a junkyard in the capital of Sinaloa. The first time I heard about Sinaloa was in, um, what's the series again? Queen of the South? Yeah. I don't know. I, my mind is wandering. Prosecutors said he died from multiple blows to the head. It was definitely a murder. Balbina Flores, a representative of media rights group, Reporters Without Borders, said when speaking with AFP news agency. According to the group, Ramirez is the ninth journalist killed so far in Mexico since the start of the year, making the country the most dangerous for media workers outside of war zones. A motive for the killing was not immediately known, but Sinaloa State is a stronghold of notorious narcotics kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman's Sinaloa Cartel. Reporters are often targeted in provincial Mexico for highlighting drug cartels and their connections to local politicians and police. Ramirez Ramos was listed as the founding director of the Fuentes Fidedignas or Reliable Sources website which reported he was abducted near his house hours before his body was found. While the website has covered relatively little on drug cartel violence that plagues Sinaloa, it did report often on local political disputes, which can be a risky subject for reporters in the state. Ah, um, wow. Not friendly when it comes to reporting the drug cartel stories um the only thing i would say to um other journalists is be very careful be extremely careful and here is what we need to be looking out for dj naturalist presents classic sundays every sunday 2 to 5 p.m eastern and tune in to naturalist live with dj naturalist every monday and tuesday at 5 p.m eastern inside the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and on Clubhouse in the QMZ Radio Club. It's music, news, and naturalist views. Monday nights are made for Days After Dark. It's Real Relationship Talk. Join Moments, Sonat Rose Solo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join us next week for another stimulating conversation. Join Rosolo for the Rosolo Show Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rosolo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rosolo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Every Friday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, it's Wanted Fridays with Mixmaster Kevon 
and he returns for Freestyle Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com. Saturdays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Blazing Saturdays with DJ Simple. And Sundays at 4 to 7 p.m., DJ Simple returns with Big People Sunday. Coming up after the music break, it's Believe It or Not News plus entertainment news still to come. And now it is time for the Friday Mix with DJ Simple. simple and i'll be keeping the musical coming for the next 15 minutes even if you want some party music hope you guys are ready i'm ready let's go let's do this here we go I need weed. When you see me passing by, and you know my eyes when I get high. 
fly with the stars in the skies. I am no longer trying to survive. I believe that life is a prize. But to live doesn't mean you're alive. Don't worry about me and who I fire. I get what I desire. It's my empire. And yes, I call the shots. I am the umpire. I sprinkle holy water upon the vampire. In this very moment, I'm king. In this very moment, I slay Goliath with a sling. This very moment, I bring. Put it on everything that I will retire with the ring. And I will retire with the crown. Yes. No, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Clap for the heavyweight champ. Me. But I couldn't do it all alone. We. Young money. Southside Jamaica, hey! Queens and it's crazy Cause I'm still hood, Hollywood couldn't change me Shout out to my haters, I be that you couldn't phase me Ain't being cocky, we just vindicated Best believe that when we done this moment, we'll be syndicated I don't know, this night just remind me of Everything they deprived me of Put, 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 put your drinks up It's a celebration every time we link up We done did everything they could think of Greatness is what we wanna bring up And I can have this moment for life For life Yes, baby. Thank you. 
yaddy 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 body crazy curvy wavy big yeah little weight body crazy curvy wavy big That you plan for the next whole week Dance too long for So cheap and your flex so deep Your sex so deep You got it, girl, you got it hey. You got it, girl, you got it Pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent You just took it off the line, no mileage Waiting, hitting you, the DM looking violent Talking while you come around and now they silent Through the Cooper 17, no goddess You be staying low, but you know what the fight is Ain't never got you know it being modest Poppin' shit, but only cause you know you poppin' Yeah, you got it, girl, you got it hey. You got it, girl, you got it Yeah, simple, are you a No, baby, in the bag, in a Birkin No, nine to five, put the work in
me saying, people, smile a while and get rid of the wrinkle. Just tune in to simple. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She is always right there when I need her. Alright folks, alright folks, that's it for me. Hope you guys enjoy the vibe. Hey, don't forget to check me out each and every Saturday, 4 to 7 p.m. Right here on John Radio for Blazing Saturday. Of course, you know we're turning up and turning up, turning up, turning up. I just some of the new stuff there, alright? And of course, I'll be here on Sundays, each and every Sunday at 4 to 7 p.m. for our Big People Sundays, alright? Where we drop hits from the 60s, 70s, 80s. 90s and of course early 2000s, you know and I mean, so make sure you tune in to Channel Radio each and every day. See you, peace out, moments. Back to you, girl. Thank you so much, DJ Simple. Now I'm ready for the weekend. Love that mix. Hope you enjoyed it too. Next week, we'll have another DJ from the Jano family. Okay, let me let me get some water. Hold on, hold on, let me get some water because I, I was here dancing. I don't know about y'all, but I was dancing. Okay, thank you. Thank you to all our listeners tuned in. And I just got, um, well, not just, I got a text message not so long ago. Thank you to all our listeners who are tuned in. Germany, England. Um, hold on, hold on, I have to go back. because I swear, I need to take that ginkgo thing. Canada, Germany, UK, US, Jamaica. Thank you to all my listeners tuned in. Appreciate every one of you. And of course... Thank you to everyone here on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. You're listening to us live on QMZRadio.com, the Quality Music Zone, and JaNoRadio.com. Okay? Now it's time for Believe It or Not News. Florida Sheriff's deputy runs over a woman who was lying on her back in the sand with a Chevy Tahoe. This story comes to us courtesy of Bala Alert. A Florida deputy drove over a woman who was sunbathing on the beach at around 1.08 p.m. on Wednesday. 23-year-old Robin Defender was run over by Pinellas County Sheriff's Deputy Todd Bryan, who was driving a 2017 Chevy Tahoe. Fox News reports the incident happened at St. Pete Beach. At the time, Bryan was responding to a 911 hang-up call that came from a different location. The woman was lying on her back in the sand when she was run over. Brian ran over her right side and mid to upper back area. The news outlet reports that the woman is currently being treated at a hospital for injuries that have been labeled as non-life-threatening. Fox News reports the investigation is ongoing. A Florida middle school... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Marlon. I'm just saying, it it happened a lot on the beach. Yeah, it does past couple of years they've been running over people so i wonder what's well they can't see them some things <laughs> i don't know but you know what usually it's with the um what you call the the what you call those vehicles the polaris oh. makes them you know what i'm talking about polaris yeah, the ATVs. right yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah i don't know all right keep going <laughs> yeah i'm not sure why if they're not paying attention or what's going on but That's fl- crazy. It is. It, it's dangerous. Yeah. You have to um, try and stay either closer to the the shoreline or 
farther away near the where the raccoons hang out and wait for you to drop some food. Take your pose. Have you ever seen a raccoon? Not where dogs? the raccoons hang out. Listen, don't, these raccoons, I don't know about raccoons anywhere else, but these raccoons in Florida, they gangster down here. Yeah. Um, Y'all have raccoons on the beach in oh, Florida? They, listen, so let me tell I you a story. I spent my summers in Florida. I've never seen a raccoon. These raccoons gangster. So let me tell you how what happened one, <laughs> one weekend. Um, so we went over to Key Biscayne, right? There's a group of folks. I'm not sure if they're family or friends, but they went to Publix like everybody does. You go to Publix, get your food, your chips, your, you know, your wings and whatever. And you take it on the beach with you. Now, before you even start going down the walkway to go onto the beach, there is a picnic area. Um, there's a table. So these folks put their t- things down on that table. Um, all of a sudden, a couple raccoons walk out of the bushes, climb up on the table, took the bags, and went back to the bushes. Ain't nothing you can do about that. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, they take your food. Um, they will hold you up at gunpoint if need be. But they they, <laughs> they run my ass. They run down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our raccoons gangster. They wear sunglasses. I kind of like the ones in New York. Only thing I was hanging out on the beach. They're you know they're in their sunglasses. They have their suntan lotion. Their towels. Their flip flops. Yeah. And everybody just and these people. I have to call them people, right? They have table manners. They know how to open up the containers and spread the food out. And everybody <laughs> takes a piece. It was hilarious. We stood there watching them. And I felt bad for this family or, you know, a group of people. Because they were just standing there with their mouths dropped open. Like, what the heck just happened to us? So, warning, folks. They, do- they were tourists, so they don't understand yeah. these rec- Oh, so they were tourists. Yeah, thanks, Marlon. <laughs> they don't understand. You got to be gangster with these people, with these uh, raccoons, too. And hold on, not just the raccoons. Those seagulls, they will come and snatch food out of your hands, too. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's a wild, it's wild down here in Florida. Yep. We do, the, the animals do what they want. You have alligators showing up in your backyard, lounging in your pool or lounging poolside. <sighs> Welcome to South Florida, folks. So, a Florida middle school teacher, go right ahead, go ahead. Someone just, uh, oh, no go more, ahead, Apple. Uh, so, no, go no ahead. More, it was weird talking with alligator thing, you know. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> my wife, I drive past and see um a crocodile hunter team them out you know catch one well, a, a good size crocodile yeah, a good size oh sorry alligator and then when i head to my barber around this other lake this guy you know oh they are swim by himself i was like yo in brave because we just have passed um a team out there catch one alligator and then this guy i swim at this lake around the, around the other road from us so me I say yo them people out there so brave, you know what I mean? If you are swimming at them alligator infested waters yeah, and snake. Just the other day me I come out of my apartment and this snake dead out the step and like him up here hide and seek with me. You know what I mean? Peekaboo and all that. I say, what I'm to them brother, yeah. So, yeah, you know, every time I come out, him, 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 like him peep on the corner and then rush the walk in the bushes and like him 
warm up with him, um, we go inside and come back out again. And him that have people on the car, me and some to the brother, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we call the, the people from the hotel, like, hey, sorry about the hotel, um, the apartment, um, administration officer, tell them about it and stuff like that. And they must say, oh, yeah, you know, once you're outside, we can't do anything about yeah. it. Mm. I was like, dang, really, oh? Yeah, they're protected you know? athletes. And if, if you're Yeah, that that's what they said. Yeah, they're protected. If you're if and you're in Florida, right? They are protected. Yeah, Florida. Yeah. And and I think I mentioned it before right here in Coffee and Toad that you cannot if one of them shows up in your backyard, you can't kill them. If a if an alligator shows up in your backyard, you have to call the authorities for them to come and remove them. You cannot Yeah, same as Jamaica. You can't kill them either. Yeah. You know? You can't you can't touch them they are protected is isn't that weird that that animals are protected in 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 the states but you know <laughs> james we are ahead of you james 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 we are ahead of you a long time rasta are looking to these things i mean i say oh again the land of the weird so i get it you know yeah, they protect them but women's rights aren't protected. Amen, amen, amen. Throw a girl in jail. Yep. Mm -hmm. They can they can kill you. The alligators can eat you, kill you. Nothing will happen to them. They just take them and put them back in the wild. Yep. But I don't understand. Like in the Everglades, they 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 hunt them and they um license oh, oh yeah okay i guess there's yeah, a, a a certain season where yes. they can because you know, i i went out there one time and i see they had the gator it's you know i was tempted to try the gator bites but then i, I thought no. about like i thought about all those bodies that Ooh. was in the exactly that's the first thing come to mind <laughs> yeah, yeah well, like all those bodies that's in the everglades these alligator eat them uh, right. i think i passed you know you have to try things sometimes. No, no, no. That's no, one thing no, I am no not trying. No I am not trying snake and I'm not trying alligator nor crocodile. I have what I do like. I have tried it and I do like it. Um, it's smoked eel. Very mm, nice. Well, I forgot to try that one. Eh? That, Never tried that. Love it. Yes. They eat. They eat raccoon here in Texas. And they eat possum. And possum. Yeah. Raccoon and possum. Armadillos and yeah. Yeah. yeah so nobody really want to try the gator bite. No. No, that I'll eat people, girl. That eat people. I'll try with you, Dre. When they not eat people, they wanna eat animals. Like that uh, well, I can't, mean, can't an animal that eats an animal, I can deal with that. But what gets me is the, the people part, right? Granted, we're hypocritical when you think about it. We eat fish, right? I was just about to say that. We eat fish. Uh, and if you think about it, there are a lot of bodies dumped in the ocean. There are a lot of ashes thrown out in the ocean because people say they want to be cremated and their um, ashes scattered. So really and truly, it's really no different when you think about it. Well, with millions are billions of fish out on the sea. Yeah, but, but that's, <laughs> what's, that's a pretty thing. Them one did not get them human. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... Because according to them, they only discover 5% of the ocean. So them say, so them say, That's 5%. Say. Right. Yeah, they probably like as <laughs> usual. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but just hope so them fish we eat are the one in way, you know? Yeah. When they come the, in the contact with them. The vegan fish. Yeah, exactly. Feed off of it. You know what I mean? Kaplanktons and, yeah. Oh my gosh. Listen, just say your prayers. Say your grace before you eat. Lord, bless this food. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dive in. 
Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all them things they keep it going. Who, who knows? We don't even know right now. Uh, so we're, we're gonna kill your fortune. Yes, so they say. So, in this story, a Florida middle school teacher has been fired after she spoke to her students about pansexual identity. Casey Scott was once an art instructor at Trafalgar Middle School in Cape Coral, Florida. She was fired over her decision to discuss her sexual orientation with her students. The New York Post reports the incident took place back in March. After telling students about her personal life, she then instructed students to draw pictures that present their own sexual orientations. The kids then created flags that represented their sexualities and gender identities. The images were then placed on her classroom door, but administrators later took them down. A discussion happened in class, and because of that, now I'm fired, Scott told NBC2. She added that administrators said that it would be in her best interest to get rid of them now. While she says some students understood the assignment, she took the photos down and threw them in the trash. Scott's contract was later terminated as a first-year teacher. Scott, nothing is wrong with you and how you identify and who you choose to love. In the state of Florida, which was just signed off on by um, our president, DeSantis. <laughs> oh, no, the, the president of Florida. He is the president of Florida because he do what the hell he want to do in Florida. As signed off on by the governor, Ron DeSantis, slash president <laughs> of Florida. You cannot talk about these things or teach these things in school. Um, granted, it was up to eight grade. Is it grade three middle school? But these are middle school students. It's okay to, you know, if you want to talk about your life, you're married and you want to say my wife or, you know, however you want to refer to them. But you pushed the envelope. You went too far by asking these children to draw pictures that represent their own sexual orientation. Um, Casey, you should not have done that. We are in a very sensitive landscape as far as this is concerned. Um, parents, not all parents are willing to embrace that in, their, in being taught to their children. There are parents who are liberals and there are parents who are conservatives. The best thing to do is to avoid it altogether. Go ahead, James. Yeah, yeah, no, I was saying for, for, for a country that's that's lack that's lack um slacking off in, in math and science, you know, it's it's just so weird that you know sex education is what they want to push more than anything. Right, else. yes sir. You know, when when like the over the for the past twenty years they they've just been dropping in, in, in like the the important part of you know what kids should be educated in. And yeah, as we yeah, we talk about it over and over again, like you know, parents should should have a saying like, like we we know we know over the years that like um, people that that victimize um, kids, it's like they target them. They target like the same that that guy that that got arrested for targeting young boys in in sports for over thirty years. They go right where they can victimize people. So parents need to have a saying like, you know, like do I want this teacher to be to be talking about sex with my kids like? Um, these teachers, do they go through like more rigorous background check than teachers who are teaching math and science? You know, because like we have, we have to take that into consideration. Like when, 
when a teacher is teaching sex education to your 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 kids, they should they should be subjected to more scrutiny than than people that are teaching math and science and all this stuff because these teachers can be like perverts, like hiding, you know, behind their their, their teaching degrees, you know. Right. Yeah. So, and, and that's why I say again, you know, Florida for president. <laughs> so a California woman will spend the next five years in prison after faking a cancer diagnosis. Florida is, oh, this one is California. I thought, it, I thought I said Florida a while ago. I mean, like Florida, 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 come on, Floridians. This time it's California. A California woman will spend the next five years in prison after faking a cancer diagnosis and scamming generous donors out of $100,000. San Jose resident Amanda Christine Riley kicked off her disgusting scheme in 2012 when she lied about having Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is an aggressive form of cancer that attacks the body's lymphatic system. The 37-year-old even documented her journey online in a blog titled, Lymphoma Can Suck It. Riley shaved her head and told her family that she was suffering from the disease. To keep the fraud going, Riley produced fake medical records and doctor's notes and listed hospitals such as John Hopkins as facilities where she received treatments. Riley claimed she needed money for cancer treatments and hosted online and in-person fundraisers. She raised $105,513, though none of the funds went towards any type of medical treatment. Instead, the former school principal deposited the money into her personal bank account. The married mother of two continued with her scam uh, until 2020. That was when the IRS charged her with one count of wire fraud. She pleaded guilty last fall. Riley lost her job as principal at Pack Point Christina Academy in Gilroy, where her devious plot was unveiled. Her attorney, Jody Linker, argued that the woman should only spend five years incarcerated. Her loved ones, including her father, also came to her defense. We still light, see light, no, we still see the light in her and have seen the hell she has been through that we wouldn't wish on anyone. He stated in a letter. Okay, so what hell did she go through? Because she said she didn't, I mean, she didn't have cancer. She pretended. She faked. So what hell did she go through? To the hell of faking? Was that the hell she went through? The hell of getting $105,000? Was that the hell that she went through? In addition to her five-year sentence, Amanda Christine Riley must pay restitution to the victims and remain under supervision for three years after being released from prison. Go right ahead. You said she's a principal in Cali? Um, she yes, yes. The principal yeah. of school in Gilroy is what you yeah, said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I know principal is supposed to make decent money. Depending on the size of the school and the district you're in, yes. Yeah, but I wonder what hell she went through. I want. I need to ask her dad what hell she went through. That's what I want to know too. Because first of all, that's something you don't play with. Exactly. You don't lie about your health. And then secondly, you scamming people and there's people who really need the help can't get the help. That part. She needs to go to jail because there's people out there who really wants the help and cannot get it. And she's getting it now. Yeah. She needs to go to jail. Whatever sentence she gets, she needs to get the full 
sentence and and they're gonna say she's mentally ill too. What? Hey, moments. When, yes, when you're doing these stories in the morning, you need to do a little seg a segment to, to you know to the the audience to to figure out if you know the person that commit this crime. Why are you the... Because there's certain crimes okay. that are so stereotypical, like you know. So <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. I am not gonna do that, James, because that is targeting, <laughs> and I can't do that. And I'm gonna be very. Um, I'm from a very diverse family, and um, my heritage is very diverse, so I can't do that. It's not yeah, in I... me to do that. Yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. I, I know, I'm just joking, but it's just that interesting when, when sometimes you're, like, if you're home and the news is in the background and they're saying, like, you know, you know, men, you know, rob so-and-so, and you're like, for me, I know the first thing I yeah, think. Like, yeah, we, we all do it. I think we all do it. We all yeah. do it. But for me, I can't do that on this platform. Um, I stream on internet radio. Our audience is very diverse. Um, yeah, so... When, when it comes to, um, we have to be very careful. We have to be so careful what is put out there because then it becomes what we promote and then it can also hinder your progress in where you're trying to go. Or, you know, those whose platforms you're on as well. You have to think, of, we also have to think about the platforms that we are given the privilege of um, being able to broadcast on right because um it can affect them and their their listeners their listenership their audience and we don't want to do that we don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable all right and we don't like when it's being done to us yes we don't like it we we abhor it in the worst way so what we, they say do unto others as you would have do unto yourself right so yeah all right, so coming up after the music break, it is entertainment news and a moment with me. But here is Romaine Virgo, who is our feature Friday artist for today with his hit, Mikia Sleep. Gunting the youths and my pandemic. Oh, them bust it when rain a fall. You know, sister, them no care, them your youth. Bust it all when sun a shine. Oh, you know, see, you know, see, I'm here to be nice. I'm a lock the big guns out the street. Oh, where them get it from? Nobody know. The father was a killer. Oh, well, I see him turn them grow. Oh, I know me can't see. No matter me try to do it, me can't see. I fear gun shot a beat. Me can't see. No matter me try to do it. My youth and the play oh. every single day. 
Them have it when them waste and if you talk too hard Then them shoot off your face Tell me what I want, me and me gonna keep it calm Cause we real know a real and I kick up and I go on It's like a gun stop, me can't sleep No matter how me try to do it, me can't sleep I fear gunshot a beat, me can't sleep No matter how me try to do it, me can't sleep Blood in the streets Bring back Jamaica In the time when everything was fine Cause all the try so much try for show love It seems like the rest of them blind All rude boys the master gun Put down the clock on the nine Cause you no kill me Sachina Mass Brown And turn the whole place in a ghost town Make you sleep No matter how me try to do it, me can't sleep. I fear gunshots a beat, me can't sleep. No matter how me try to do it, me can't sleep. I fear blood in the street. That is a serious time, violence and crime. And I fear gunning the youths them up on the mind. It when rain a fall You know she said them no key And them ya youth ya Buss it all when sun a shine Oh, I know me can't see No matter how me try to do it Me can't see I feel your gunshots a beat Me can't see No matter how me try to do it Good morning and welcome to all our listeners tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and to everyone with me here on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee and Talk. World News on the Go, where I read the news and we share our views. You just heard Romaine Virgo, Mikia Sleeve. And Romaine Virgo is our feature Friday artist for today. Now it's time for entertainment news. So, I don't know how true this is, but ASAP Rocky and Rihanna get engaged and tie the knot in new music video. Hmm. ASAP Rocky and Rihanna just got hitched. Rocky released a new single, DMB, which is the acronym for That's My B, and its visual, which co-stars Bad Gallery Re, who is expecting her first baby with the rapper. Throughout the video, the couple's love story is displayed. In one scene, both stars are seen rocking grills with the words, Marry Me and I Do, spelled out on them. I was lost then. But I found you. I was slim, thick with the bounce, too. He raps, it's your tough love that I'm bound to. I blank it up, then it's round two. Rocky also spits some lyrics that fans seem to think is shade thrown at Rihanna's ex, Chris Brown. I don't beat my B. I need my B. 
She clean my crib. She feed my friends. He raps. She keep my secret. She keep my fridge packed. My freezer lit. Brown was arrested for domestic violence in 2009, of course, after attacking Rihanna. Who cares right now? We don't want to talk about him at all. The music video concludes with a wedding ceremony where Reeve rocks a red veil dress. So I did look at the video. I don't know if they're reaching because most of that video, that I, most of what I'm able to see, she doesn't have a big stomach in front of her. She has a flat stomach. But um, hey, let's see what comes out. May be true, may not be true. Wendy Williams says she will be returning to TV. She was seen partying at the Met Gala after party. Wendy Williams is standing firm on her return to TV. In fact, she says she will be back by late this year. Wendy has been MIA from her show for about a year due to her health issue. However, she has been living it up. Well, she was seen living it up Monday night in NYC at the Standard Hotel for an after party that was hosted by Cardi B. Okay. The daytime host has been MIA from her show. Yeah, we know. When TMZ's photographer asked Wendy if she was going to take the reins on the Wendy show, Wendy Williams show again, she responded that she will be. But it's still up in the air what her plans are since she has been permanently replaced by Sherry Shepard. Wendy, how you doing? Okay, let's see how that's going to play out. They're going to have two hosts. I don't know. Moments. Yeah. And Rihanna and Aesop story, yes. um, TMZ came out and said, yes, it's not true. So, you know, <laughs> we'll, 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 I, don't <laughs> it. Publicity <laughs> stunt for the video. earlier. Is that what it's saying? Dre, you're, I'm losing you. You're in and out. I don't know if it's me or if it's you. Yeah. Red bar. But I was just saying TMZ says it's, it's, it's not true. They just came Okay. hours ago and said that. So um, that's the new story around now. That's the new story that's going around now. All right. So it may have been a publicity stunt to get attention to the video. All right. Hey, I don't know if this is a story that's sorry. Greetings and blessings, everyone. I don't know if this is a story that has been going around in in, in your, on your side of the pond, yeah. But apparently, he he, he was um seeing some British girl and who some, who, yeah, who, who um ASAP Rocky oh, and oh, 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 she have whole heap of receipts and text message and email and all kind of something to support her claims and. My talk about flyer out and this and that and the other and all kind of something. So I don't know. Oh, that's news that to story, me. Yeah, I don't know if that story broke. I'll try to find it and send you the link. Yeah, please do. But it's, I can't remember where I saw it, but I saw it the other day. And yeah, it seemed a bit um, like it was it was kind of real. It weren't really like a makeup thing. I can't remember where I did where I did see it, but I'll I'll find it on forward. So I don't know about if they're getting married anytime soon, unless <laughs> 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 unless you done coffee months and just give him a cup of coffee and just say, yeah, all right, cool. Sometimes yeah. my man forget, forget, forget. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible. Let me hate myself. Okay, so I I, I I did hear that, Sir Kells. Really? Yeah. But and if you look upon the thing, it out no. I, I am surprised because the thing they even look worth it. Some Neanderthal looking, I don't know. Anyway, anyway wait, you uh, said worth it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Who wants who wants a man that's gonna call me a B anyway? 
That's yeah, the, talking about she, knows, yeah, I didn't really thing. like that. But talking she, about she cooked for my friends and all kind of. But here's the I thing: I realize it's a term of endearment, and um, the women embrace it. I have noticed that Caribbean women have come to embrace their men, calling them that. Look at um, look at Chinsia. Yeah. I mean, I found a lot of Caribbean yeah. women now throwing around the throwing around the N word. Like it's something we were raised using. No, we were not. And the Yankee influence. Man. Yeah, Yankee I, I'm influence. sorry. When I go into certain spaces, I hear it one time, I'll ignore it. I hear it two times, I start biting my teeth. I hear it used a third time, whether by a woman or a man, I'm out. Because I don't think it's necessary to call somebody the N-word. And don't tell me it's a term of endearment. No, I'm sorry. So moments, you're saying I know this reclaiming the word and all them. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. I yeah, know that there are songs out there. Yes, do I listen to the songs? Yes, but I try to also listen to the cleaner versions where they're bleeped out. I wish we could remove it. And here's the part that this that I is a little, you know, like scratching your nails on a chalkboard for me. When you're out and about in the streets. 90% of the people purchasing the music are not black folks. And they have it turned up, blaring in their cars. Moments, not only that, at the concerts too. If you go to the concert, they are the ones who majority support. of the yep. yeah, majority of the concert um, and attendees are are, are, are not yeah, blacks. Right. And because of that, they feel it's okay to continue referring to us as such. I don't care for the word. Please don't call me the word because I will clap back. It's it started a while ago though. You know, and it, it started from you remember that group with uh Ice Cube and NW whatever their name is? I can't remember yes. right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. NWA, yeah. Yeah, no, it started from because from back in those days, like those guys were were more like like radical, like in terms of like, you know, the the anti-police song, the the you know the gangster rap, whatever. And then when they they I think they sold out to go mainstream. And you know most of those companies that that were paying them, we we know the background of those people already. And those were the songs that were 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 pushed. Like the 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 N word and the B word started being pushed because they they, they weren't comfortable with the 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 anti establishment the anti-police songs but they were more comfortable with like self-inflicted songs that these rappers started doing and they pushed those songs to mainstream yeah. and as you said black people are not buying those songs so like how can you say like um oh that that those words are only for like us to use within our circle when you know it shows that up to like 70 percent of people who are buying the music are not black mm -hmm. you know they're using it they're they're, they're using it in their homes, you know, mm -hmm. when, when when they're driving past, when these, you know, other guys are driving past and it's turned up in their car, they're singing to it. So, yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, so they cringy. are. So they cringy. So cringy. Right. And when they speak to each other, they, they, they're using they it too. Use because it, I, yes. I remember one time, yeah, it was the Aventura Mall and a bunch of teenagers was there. And I hear them just, just regular talking and they was throwing the words around, right? And when I pull up, not one black person was there. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
and, and this was like probably like probably like 15 years ago and that's when it struck me and i'm like whoa um there's no black person here ever and they're just talking like that regularly yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so influence of the music i've that. heard them i've heard it so many times so many times i don't the know rec- I'm, yeah. hold on one second and if you notice as you said um james the record labels purposely push that out there yeah but you know what i think it goes back slightly further than the the, the, the music as well i think you know i don't know I was how going to say that too sir yeah, yeah. What, what do they call it when like someone who's a survivor of abuse or something like starts to you know like how they say hurt people hurt people kind yeah. of thing like, like it's yeah it's like they they've internalized their their trauma and kind of normalized it it's become so normalized that yeah like a word like a derogatory term like that it's like they become so used to hearing it that they in they took it and just started using it like i think back in the day it probably was like a like a you a word that they might use out of anger or something like that but then it, it just seeped into the you know everyday language and i i don't know for me i struggle to to you know when i was a kid i didn't really get it but as i've got older and wiser i've, I've started to like kind of you know I, I can't i can't i can't stand it yeah yeah yeah, but it's it, sorry. It's when it went mainstream though with 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 the the hip hop. And remember, like a lot of people don't don't remember that the reason why Richard Pryor and Bill Cosby like um like weren't friends after a while, it was because of the same issue. Like um, Bill Cosby had had a, a problem with it because Richard Pryor was one of the first person started using it. Oh yes, in his, he uh, was on, on his shows. And Bill Cosby didn't like it, and they they. They fall out because of that. And even with um, Eddie Murphy, because at the time, um, Bill Cosby was like a mentor to, to Eddie Murphy. And he told Eddie Murphy, like, I'm not going to support you using that. And Richard Pryor, like, backed, you know, Eddie Murphy and tell him to, like, F Bill Cosby. And, and that's, why, that's why the falling out started. So, yeah, it went way back. But that is what brought it mainstream. Because before, before that, like, when... That group was doing like the song. Remember one of the song like F the Police and these like um street songs? Mm-hmm. Those songs were under underground hip hop, but they went mainstream with the, the N-word and, and the B word. That's when they went mainstream. Self-inflicted, you know, abusing, you know, women dancing to it, like men seeing themselves as 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 thing. And it yeah, it it, it kept down the community because music is very powerful. People mm-hmm. don't realize that it is. it's very powerful. It shapes the way we think, it shapes the way we behave, and we have to be very careful. And um, some, thankfully, I am able to separate the two, but not many people are. Not many people are able to separate the art from reality, right? And people will tell you, well, it's their reality. Okay, if it's your reality, that's fine, but just don't bring it to me. I'm sorry. Don't, you're not going to call me uh, by that uh, name. Go ahead, Afo, and then we keep it moving. Go right ahead. No, that's how look what James uh, said. Uh, <laughs> when when NWA did not talk about F the police, uh, that wasn't an underground thing. They actually went on tour and I said that all over. And police, the police, they had a problem with it because according to them, they uh, push violence against the police officers. But they never care, especially Ice Cube. They never care about that. 
because they might have all them struggles and what them continue for got you and people in them community in Compton continue for got you. You get me? I say so. They might have travel all over. Even when police are telling them, say, hey, if you don't say, say it now, I get locked up on us. Yo, we don't care. They still go out on stage and perform it right in front of the police. Them, they don't care. So it wasn't no underground thing. You know what I mean? Um, the, the, the manager for the group at the time, um, because you know easy e first, so may I say, it, them, him, 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 him that rap them blind basically, and some that say easy e sell them out, and some say boy him never even know or whatever it is, but um, that's why a, a split he end up take place in the group. Um, high school went theme way, Dr. Dre went theme way, you know what I mean, link up with, um, with, with um, Death Row, Death Row Records, Suge Knight and all them things there, you get me I say? So, that, uh, but as I say, apart from that still, the one them, there was no underground thing and them sing them songs, them the care when the police officer what nobody officer you know, so them knows like, oh no, we're not going to sing about if the police, but we're going to glorify this more, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a case like that. You might have some group where you might do that, but NWA was one of them group there, one of them unruly group there, where just give zero Fs. <laughs> you know what I mean, they never care, they just do them thing. So I just thought that was just All right, thank you so much, Apple. So Drake does not play when it comes to his son Adonis. He responded to a troll that commented about Adonis's playing with ghost writers. It all started when Drake commented on an Instagram post criticizing NBA dad. Ah, the troll responds, your son probably play with ghost writers. In true certified lover boy fashion, Drake prompted to follow the troll's wife on Instagram. And I hope you all still hear me clearly because I keep seeing the red bar pop up. Um, he responded, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. She showed, he showed himself following the girl in an Instagram update. Drake has had a busy end of and new year with the release of Certified Lover Boy. His features with longtime friend Future on the album, I Never Liked You. It's reported he has a song also with Jack Harlow. But um, I did see an update where the woman responded <laughs> saying that she did not, um, something to the effect of she did not ask her husband to troll or to be a troll. Or to respond to um what you may call it drake champagne papi whatever 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 y'all have your own issues work it out so ray j breaks his silence about alleged second tape claims chris and kim were in on releasing the first tape since the beginning um i'm sorry ray j i think the whole world knew this already that it was a uh, decision it didn't just leak out after years of speculation since the 2007 sex tape was released, Ray J is trying to clear his name. He claims that Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian were a part of it, and he has never leaked anything. The love and hip-hop star said, I've sat in the shadows for over 14 years. It's been that long? Oh my gosh. Allowing the Kardashians to use my name, to abuse my name, make billions of dollars over a decade and a half talking about a topic I've never really spoken about. Once the Kardashians episode premiered and showed Kim Kardashian <laughs> crying over Kanye West's brave attempt to get the tape back from Ray J, he claimed it was all for the show. Ray J, whose real name is Ray Norwood, claims that Kardashian's tears were crocodile tears. 
Daily Mail covered Ray J's interview. He continues, I've never leaked anything. I've never leaked a sex tape in my life. It has never been a leak. It's always been a deal and a partnership between Kris Jenner and Kim and me. And we've always been partners since the beginning of this thing. The former couple was together in 2002 and made the tape to celebrate her 21st birthday in Cabo, Mexico. The infamous video was a huge topic on the premiere of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. The tape wasn't released until 2007. Their relationship was on the rocks and coming to a soon to an end soon. According to Daily Mail, Ray J says it was his idea to release the sex tape and the 41-year-old beauty mogul went along with it. She actually insisted on help from her momager, Kris Jenner. The idea came from the former couple watching former bestie and employer Perry Hilton boost to fame after her tape was released. Ray J claims he had little to do with the tape's release through Vivid Entertainment. Apparently, there was an initial contract. The contract was signed by Ray J and Kim at the time. The tape was supposed to have three videos, two of which were sex tapes. However, the one tape made it to the screen, to the screen, the one in Cabo. And I need my money back for the time. How can I file a lawsuit? Because I wasted time watching that video. I need to file a lawsuit. <laughs> I hope the statute of limitations has not run out because I need my money back. That tape was a sore disappointment. I need my time back. Ray J says the couple was celebrating Kim's 21st and it was something extra. They did nothing extra. They did nothing extra. They were bored. bored I for two seconds. I'm sorry. I couldn't. <laughs> he also <laughs> claims he never possessed any tapes. She kept them all. She had to go find that tape and then present it. He said she always had all the tapes in a Nike shoebox under her bed. Damn, Rachel. I'm sure she has Damn. bigger beds now and better boxes. That's how it all came about. Once I pitched the idea to her, just playing around a little bit, that's when she jumped on the idea, talked to her mom, and it was out of my hands from there. Ray J regrets ever bringing it up now since he was accused of leaking it and had a lousy reputation in Hollywood. However, he couldn't... I never met no money off it neither. However, he couldn't say anything due to his contract. Chris Jenner and Kim Kardashian have yet to comment on Ray J's forthcoming. Let me tell you something. There are family, there are tape family, tape happy family. Remember on that episode when a tape almost leaked of Courtney and they had to scramble to stop it because when Courtney made the tape, she was only 14. All I can say is I need my money back and I need, need to know who I need to file a lawsuit against. Um, I, need, I need an attorney, a good attorney, because... I'm emotionally distraught from watching that boring <laughs> tape. It did not add any value to my life whatsoever. My life, I had to pay for electricity and I had to pay. Uh, no, I didn't pay that. I don't subscribe. But, <laughs> but, but, was, but, um, no lie, man. No, you did download it on LimeWire back in the day, man. No, that was um, I I watched it on Pornhub. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So I need my I need some wow. money. Wow. Question though, 
the camera the cameraman who shot stuck because he didn't he wasn't telling him what to do the cameraman and i think chris jenner was a cameraman for that tape the camera it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me chris jenner was right there shooting that guy somebody had to shoot that and i think chris jenner was right there with it we are talking the same tape come across with a radio shoot that himself I'm a dead themselves, man. Yeah, guys, I'm a big fan of whatever it is in my body. Too many angles for it to be just one, one couple. <laughs> Somebody else was there. Somebody else was there. Just you like, know when you just prop yeah, a thing at the corner because, and do what you have to do. That exactly. More than just because when you're making a home it. tape and, and you have to do it yourself, and I, I don't know, I'm not talking from experience, folks. I'm just thinking. When you have to do a home tape, right? And you have all these different angles. That means you have all these different cameras set up before you even do it. And then when you're editing, you know how to piece it together. I, just I, like, I, hold on, James. Just like someone was there with Mimi and that guy when they made the shower rod, shower, uh, what do you call the shower rod tape? <laughs> yeah, somebody did this another one day. Yeah. Right? And, and yeah. it got leaked. You know what? A, a lot of people need to file a lawsuit because, you know, you know, that was the first time, like, I've heard the word leak used when it's not plumbing. <laughs> and, and since that, think of the lives that have been destroyed. Think of, like, WikiLeaks. You know, WikiLeaks <laughs> probably would, have, would not have leaked anything, like, if it wasn't for that. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. That's look, a stretch, you know, like, I, James. It's I was, a stretch. I was thinking I was thinking about the, the, the whole um the whole case that's going on in America now with the judge with the judge. Um Oh the leaking with, of with the document got, with that thing got leaked. You know, like you know, and I'm like, was like they, they, they must be consulting with, with, with Jenna because you know, leaked just became this this term because I'm like because leak like it, it would, would kinda summarize that it's it's something that was illegally done, right? Let me put on my uh, Courtney voice. Yeah. Yeah, because because I'm thinking that okay, like if with with the case that's going on now with with the um the abortion rights and if if someone leaked it, wouldn't they be um committing something similar to what WikiLeaks did? Like if it's something that was done in in a judge chamber, confidential, and it got leaked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference between leak and release. <laughs> so I think I think everyone needs to file a class action lawsuit worldwide and, and get back some money yeah i'm going no to <laughs> but so watergate tapes were leaked if you guys remember that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i just want to go back to ray j though <laughs> ray j must be really good at what he can Ooh. or cannot do if people had to pause and stop mm -hmm. and you know <laughs> mm -hmm. ray j made the tape made, made the um he was a star actually in that video Ray J. Rising that part. Oh, yeah. Ray J, Ray J, Ray J. So, Kid Creole from legendary rap group Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five was sentenced to 16 years in prison with five years of post-release supervision for the 2017 stabbing of a New York homeless man. The 62-year-old rap pioneer. Who, who's that? Uh, Kid Creole from legendary rap group Grandmaster oh. Flash and the Furious Five. Yep. So um, the 62-year-old rap pioneer whose given name is Nathaniel Glover, or Glover, 
was handed down his sentence Wednesday after being found guilty of manslaughter in the first degree last month for the fatal stabbing of 55-year-old John Jolly. Mr. Jolly's death was devastating to his family and those who knew him. Every life we lose to violent crime ripples throughout our entire city, and we will continue to ensure everyone in our borough can live their lives with a sense of safety and security that they do deserve. This case makes clear that if you commit violent crimes, we will hold you accountable. And I thank our team for their hard, working, hard work achieving justice in this matter. And this is according to Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Prosecutors say Kid, Kid Creole stabbed Jolly twice in the torso with a steak knife after the two exchanged words. They claim Kid became enraged because he thought the man was gay and hitting on him. Jolly was later found bleeding to death by a group of tourists. He was transported to a local hospital where he died from his injuries. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg said following the stabbing, Kid Creole fled the scene and headed to his place of work where he cleaned the knife and changed his clothing. He later disposed of the knife in a sewer near a Bronx subway station. I think you should get more time than that. Um, 16 years, I think you should get life. Well? I think he should get life for that. I'm sorry. You don't, don't kill somebody kidding. because you think. And He's even going, if they are, you don't kill them. He's going somewhere where most majority of people <laughs> is... Oh. <laughs> He's talking about this man. Thought the man was and he's going to prison. Okay, he's going. Wow! Don't Good. drop the soap, kid Creole. Don't drop the soap. Good for him. He's going to be somebody's B in there. Uh, that's right. Don't drop the soap. Coming up after the music he's break. Like New York. Huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean he's like New York music royalty. Yes, like, he is. Kid Creole is not just some guy on the street. He is a pioneer in rap in New York City. That That's incredible. I'm yeah. sorry. Please, yeah. coming up next. Yeah, coming up next. It's a moment with me. But first, we have to take a music break and listen to some more of our feature Friday artist, Romaine Virgo. This time, he joined forces with Christopher Martin for this beautiful song, Glow. Nobody steal your joy. No, sir. Life is too beautiful, my friend. Hold up your head and come again. Don't let nobody drain your energy. Like mm -hmm. you're lonely, but sometimes you don't need nobody. Uh -huh. People gonna say all kind of things. I'm sorry, I gotta start this one over. I'm so sorry. Nobody steal your joy. No, sir. Life is too beautiful, my friend. Hold up your head and come again. Don't let nobody drain your energy. Life can get lonely, but sometimes you don't need nobody. Uh huh. People gonna say all kind of things about you, but you know if you pay them, don't you pay them no mind. Uh huh. A lot of them will even try to don't you I know But you know if you make them Don't make them waste your time No matter where you do you can't please people I tried it too many times before Them only smile then turn round judge me Some even push me to the floor Cause if you make them mislead you You are go sorry when them no need you Cut them off if you need to Cause when no kill you will truly be no matter 
All when them don't know you, know nothing about you Or where you coming from And some will try to stop you for no reason Because your journey, them can't understand No matter where you do, you can't please me I I've tried it too many times before The moon is smiling, don't know judge me Some even push me to the floor Cause if you make them mislead you You won't go sorry when them don't need you Try again, cause nobody else cannot do it for you. You can do anything you want to. And now, a moment with me. Mark Twain said it best Stay away from those people who try to disparage your ambitions. Small minds will always do that, but great minds will give you a feeling that you can become great too. No matter what nobody says. Here's what we need to be looking out for. DJ Naturalist presents Classic Sundays every Sunday, 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern. And tune in to Naturalist Live with DJ Naturalist every Monday and Tuesday, 5 p.m. Eastern inside the Quality Music Zone. QMZRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the QMZ Radio Club. It's music news and Naturalist's views. Monday nights are made for days after dark. It's real relationship talk. Join Moments, Sinet, Rose Solo, and Marlon at 10 p.m. Eastern on Clubhouse. And tune in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Join us next week for another stimulating conversation. Join Rosolo for the Rosolo Show, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern on JanoRadio.com and on Clubhouse in the Rosolo Show Club. Next Tuesday, Rosolo speaks with Janice Laws Robinson, candidate for Georgia Insurance and Safety Fire Commissioner. Later on tonight, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, we will be tuning in to Wanted Fridays. That happens on JanoRadio.com with Mix Master Kevon, and then tomorrow, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, it's Freestyle Saturday. Continue the weekend with Blazing Saturdays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, with DJ Simple, and Sundays, 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern, DJ Simple returns with Big People Sunday. To all the listeners who tuned in on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone who joined me here on Clubhouse, of course, where the conversation happens, thank you. Thank you for tuning in and joining me for Coffee and Toe World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Of course, it's always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. 
whatever you it's the weekend so hopefully you know most of you won't have to work tomorrow if you have to hope you can make it fun listen to the replay listen to the remix that dj simple did for us right that 15 minute remix and move a little bit i just want you all to be safe wherever you go whatever you choose to do take good care of yourself yes sir go right ahead now one before you cut off i want to say happy mother's day to all the moms who's listening and who is in the room uh, um just have a good day and enjoy your day thank you so much and you you beat me to it but yes thank you and I echo those sentiments. Happy Mother's Day to all the women who play a motherly role. Oh, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank you, Apple. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We, are, we, are, we are online 24-7. We, 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 we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.